Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kozik on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 103.3. The answer. Everybody inhale and exhale and get this agit out, the Satan-driven government that's controlling this evil darkness that's running our country right now. It's trying to destroy the Judeo-Christian fabric of our great nation in a mere, what, seven months? And let's focus on what God has ordained and the left hates, and that's man and woman coming together in marriage, Genesis 2, 2, 4. I'll put Hollywood in there. They hate it, too. And I, I said this when we opened the show. If, you, if you're not in, you don't have a strong marriage, and I call it cozy cave to come home to, and you got all this aggravation going on, all this evil, this godlessness that's going on in Washington right now, it's running our country. You want to come onto a cozy cave. You don't have a cozy cave. It's worse. That's why I have our world-famous marriage talk segment. Once a week, for just one segment, we talk about the glory, the sanctity, the holiness and steaminess. I put steaminess in there. Of marriage. Why? Because it's now more than ever. Now more than ever. My wingman for, let's see, for 348 episodes, 348 episodes, is Robert Kosick. He's a marriage coach, church deacon, author, wrote the book, Honor the Vow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Hey, Sam. And uh, you're right. It's not such a happy Friday. It's terrible to get that kind of news. Um, hey, before we start real quick, I, I share with Mr. Kosick a text message that had bad words in it. And, and one of my guys in my inner circle there, single, Dayton, is my age, and women in their 50s are sending all these naked pictures, which I, I don't know, you know, whatever. Once you put that stuff out there, bro, it doesn't come back. And <laughs> and he sends me a picture of one of them. I'm like, come on, don't do that. But he writes on there, this is the kind of craziness. And this woman wrote some really explicit things, just trying to get his attention. She's like 55. Naked pic. She says she's going to do this, that, and the other. And he's like, this is the craziness out there. I'm, yeah, how hard it is to date at my age? The women in their 50s are effing crazy. I, I, and then he says, I would love to have what you have, because he, he knows Denise. I would love to have what you have, but I think it's too late. And I sent that to Mr. Kosick for his take. And real quick, before we get to the marriage tip, is it ever too late? No, it's not too late. You just you just need to be patient. You need to know what you're looking for and, and wait for it and ask the right questions. And you see stuff like he's saying, just delete it and move on. I mean, that's that's not what you want. There's... Usually, unfortunately, it's really sad because that's some deep-rooted insecurities and stuff going on there, and that's just, you just don't want to mess with that, and, and I feel really bad for those women, but for you, it's never too late. I mean, we know people, I saw an article not too long, I have to go back and find it. I think the guy was 85 years old, <laughs> was, I think, getting married for the first time because he fell in wow. love with this woman, and, uh, but it was, it's one of those things, it's the right person's out there for you, you just, you got to, I tell my kids this all the time, it, it'll happen when it happens. Focus on becoming best friends, and let everything else fall into place from there. His text was single, and I sent this to Mr. Kosick. Single women in their fifties are one uh, up group, opposite ends of the psycho spectrum, and all points in between. Truth be told, I'd rather be in a relationship like yours, but that ship has sailed for me a long time ago. And I said, never give up. You'll find her when you least expect it. Yeah, anyway. and that's like you, know, you hear this all the time. People would say, "Well, I try to get pregnant, try to get pregnant. Ah, we couldn't get pregnant. We give up." And then they have like triplets. I right? know. So uh, it, you know, cause all the stress is gone. Quit stressing over it. And you'll be able to see what you're really looking for, 
and, and you probably find stuff you didn't even know that you wanted, and, and that's where that best friendship really builds up, and you look at each other and go, wow, we're really, really good together. Amen. Let's spend some more time together. Let's it, get it to happens. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, and this is where the marriage tip is, number 348. It's called Shut Up, Sit Down, Recommit, Reengage. I'll read Arts and Mr. Kosick, the marriage coach, will respond in our world-famous marriage talk segment. You don't know my marriage, so how can you say my marriage can be fixed? More often than not, marriage can be fixed, especially if both couples are willing to put in the work and make it work, but also even if only one starts the process. To that extent, there's a very simple formula to follow once you commit to save the marriage. Here's the gist of it. Ready? Here you go. One, shut up. We don't mean stop talking. Rather, stop complaining about every little thing that's wrong. Instead, try focusing on what is right, which will give you encouragement that the marriage is worth saving and that you can fix the things which are wrong. Robert Kosick. So a lot of times when I talk to couples, and, and, and it's interesting, I'll get an email or something or want to get together the first time, and they'll give me a message, and I'll come back with a pretty point-blank kind of response, and I usually don't hear from them after that because they didn't get the message they wanted. They wanted to blame somebody else uh, for everything that was wrong with their marriage. And so sometimes sugarcoating a message isn't worth even giving the message. So this one's a little bit more point-blank. But i got to tell you, if you're a Debbie Downer and all you're doing is complaining about everything that's wrong in your marriage, there is virtually no way for your marriage to be uh, a great marriage because all you're doing is every single day announcing to the whole world, my marriage stinks. It's never going to be anything better than that. So by default, that's the best it's ever going to be. It's the worst marriage ever. So quit focusing on the rotten stuff. Focus on the good stuff, and you'll be amazed Amen. at how that percolates up and creates so many more wonderful things. But if you're Debbie Downer all day long and saying this marriage sucks, yeah. you know, you're pretty much marriage is going to suck. Our boy, our, yeah, <laughs> that's our world-famous marriage talk segment, Friday's bottom of the 8 o'clock hour, talking about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Number two is sit down. Take time to sit by yourself and think about what you really want your marriage to look like. Figure out what is realistic and what's not realistic. Remember, your marriage does not have to be perfect to be great, Robert Kosick. Yes, we talk about this all the time. This is specifically to the text that you sent me about your, your friend. Uh, you really have to try to understand what you really want in a relationship. And you have to be realistic about what you want in your relationship. And once you figure that out, then you know what you're looking for. And then you know what your marriage can bloom into. And then you know what you need to work on, what's good, what's bad, and all that stuff. Because now you're focusing on the good things. You'll have some weak things you need to work on. But you'll, you'll sit there and know exactly what you're looking at. And you won't fret over all these stupid little things that people whine and complain about all the time. Just focus on what's really good and what you really want and what will be a great foundation for a marriage. Because once you have that, I mean, you can get through anything, Amen. right? The Bible talks about love covers a whole bunch of bad things, if you will, paraphrasing. But, but you have to really focus on that love first, and you really have to understand what it is you want that's comfortable in a marriage so that you can know what to work on. You're listening to our world-famous Marriage Talk segment, Robert Kosick, Marriage Coach, and I. Content on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Recommit. This is an individual decision, and it's not based on a list of ifs. You're either committed or you're not. If your spouse doesn't make the same commitment, then that's on them. All you can do is worry about what is under your control and make your own decision. Robert Kosick. So first point I covered with everybody, this isn't about them. It's about you. What do you have under your control? What can you fix about you? And what can you do to help make this marriage the best that it could possibly be? If they love it, they'll be attracted to it, and they'll try to do the same thing, but you can't make them do anything. I mean, if they want to be stupid, make stupid decisions, they want to pack their bags and leave, there's nothing you can do to change that, to make them change your mind, other than influence to not want it. So this is a decision about you. 
you made a commitment when you gave your vows. Amen. And that was before God, it was before your friends, and that was to love them unconditionally. So suck it up, buttercup, and start loving them unconditionally and see what happens. And quit putting all the ifs on it. I'll do it if she does this or if he does that. And you're going to get nowhere. It's like spinning your wheels in mud if you're doing that. Just do what you're supposed to do. Honor the vow that you're supposed to uh, honor and just see how it all pans out from there. Robert Kosick and I are world-famous marriage talk segment. Finally, re-engage. This is on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Now that you thought about what you want and you're all in, jump back in and start doing everything you can do. Get your marriage where you want it to be. Hopefully your spouse will like what they see and put forth their own effort. Whether they do or not, you'll be able to hold your head high. Know that you honored your vow to love them no matter what. Robert Kosick. So if you haven't done this for 20 years and your marriage is a shamble, you're like, well, it's too late, too much water under the bridge. Baloney. Start honoring the vow. Start being the one that's doing the right thing that you're supposed to do. And start trying to influence your spouse to want to do the same thing to you, too. But, again, you can't make them change anything. So the point here is that you are going to hold your head high, and at least from the point where you stuck your stake in the ground and said, from today, I'm going to honor my vow going forward. And if they choose to walk still, that's on them. It's not on me. I can't change that, but I'm going to do everything I can to try to change that. But it's completely up to them, their decision. This is your decision. Do what you have to do and hold your head high knowing I did my best effort to turn this thing around and hope it is something that catches uh, fire and they want to do the same thing. But it's all about you and what you can do, not about changing them. Do I, I'm, I'm going to run out of time. Let me get to the break. I, we have our hot and heavy marriage tip, but I'm running out of time. So can you hang on a second? Sure, I can do that. You'll be paid double what you normally receive for hanging out. Double. Double pats on the back. And maybe, and you know what? Maybe the Lord wanted a double shot of marriage talk during this kind of day, you know? Well, you see, because maybe all the people that normally cut out for this part because they have a pathetic marriage are going to flip back on in <laughs> five minutes and be so hot shocked and say, oh, gosh, they're still talking about right? it. Maybe I'll listen. Yeah. Hot and heavy tip of our world-famous marriage talk segment next. AM 1070, The Answer. Like an angel walks. What else does she do? And she, she talks like a what? Like an angel talks. And what about her hair? And her hair, sunny boy, has a kind of curl. To my mind, she's some kind of girl. She's my kind of girl. She is wise, like how wise. Like an angel's wise. It's a classic. Frank and Dean doing My Kind of Girl. That's the live version. I, that might be from Tahoe. It may be. Um, I, I, I love Frank. I love Dean. That's the theme of our office. It's uh, almost near completion of our studios here at 512 New Media. And I just love that line. She walks like an angel walks. She talks like an angel talks. And her hair has a kind of curl. To my mind, she's my kind of girl. That is gold. And as it, it fits right into our world-famous marriage talk segment, in which we talk about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Robert Kosick, we held you over because hot and heavy tip. But isn't that a, that was a great line? She walks like an angel walks, 
and she talks like an angel talks, and her hair is a kind of curl. To my mind, she's my kind of girl. Absolutely. And if you go to King Solomon in the Bible, he talks about his bride in there, which could be a pretty steamy letter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he talks about each one of her teeth has a twin, so she's got all her teeth, too, so I guess that's pretty sexy also. Dude, back then? Back then? Back then, that was a big deal. (laughs) Have you met my uh, wife? No, tell me about her. She's got all her teeth. Whoa, that's hot! Yeah, it's hot, man, it's hot. Uh, Our world-famous marriage talk segment, which is usually just a segment, but we ran a little late. Focuses on the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. I lost my job over it. Uh, the last place, that's where Mr. Kostick and I teamed up to talk about fidelity in marriage and <laughs> bringing the God to your marriage. <laughs> Didn't work over there. Uh, let me get to the hot and heavy part that he writes. Mr. Kostick writes this. He wrote the book, Honor the Vow. And he'll comment. And I'll, I'll, I know you got to get to work. Hot and heavy. Here's the plan. Being vague by dropping hints is fine, but only if your spouse picks them up. Unfortunately, most of the time, your hints will be completely missed. Therefore, you should rule. Therefore, you're much better off dropping the whole hint at it. Like, lay out the plans. At that point, you either receive thumbs up or a, that's not going to happen tonight, response with a set of reasons why. Since no is not an option, but not now is an okay response. If you get thumbs down, don't drop it. Just present plan B, then plan C, and every other plan you can think of until you get thumbs up. Robert Kosick, world-famous marriage talk segment. Hinting is great. It's one of those things that usually winds up not working so well. He's like, well, they should know. They should just know. So so if you were to say to Denise, I just want to relax tonight, what does that mean? I know what you're thinking it means. I know what I'm thinking it means if I said that to, to my wife, Kathy. But Denise is probably thinking, oh, he just wants to sit on the couch and relax, which is probably not what you're thinking. Right. So. Rather than than try to get around and see just how much you're, you're you know trap your spouse to see how much they know or don't know, just drop the whole hint thing and just say okay tonight I want to watch this I want to do that I want at nine o'clock we're going to bed turn the TVs off turn, you know just just lay it out there and just say this is what I want to have happen tonight and just make it super clear this is really really good for guys too because the no mixed signal thing just never works no matter what you say to him. You know where his mind's going, so it doesn't matter uh, how you present it. If it's a hint of any sort, that's where it's going to wind up. So you might as well just eliminate all that and say, if your wife says to you, I just want to relax tonight, make it really clear to him. And I mean relax, like nothing. I just want to sit down and do nothing uh, at any point. And it'll make it a lot easier and a whole lot less stress in the marriage if you cut through all the garbage and and, uh, stuff and just cut right to the point. Hey, man, our world-famous marriage talk segment. Wrapping up for this, the 27th day of August. A very tumultuous period out there. It's been it's been a you know tough time for those who love America and love the Lord since January yeah. of this yeah. year. And um this is why now more than ever, gotta have your marriage squared away. Uh you want to be able to come home to Cozy Cave. Not ah, oh, geez, I got you know, and like that family member who pulled the plug on his wedding days beforehand when he told mm. me he says, I just didn't after a while I just didn't want to go home. I didn't I was staying at the office later and later sitting in his car smoking a joint just so he didn't have to go home and see the woman he was about to marry in like nine days. And I'm like, wow. So we hope and pray that your marriage is yeah. like in Genesis two 24, y'all come together. You got before Mr. Kosick is before God, family and community. Final thoughts, Robert Kosick. All right. So, so if you're going to work on anything, our schedules are so busy and people working on the career and folks on the stuff, 
put that last or behind everything else. If you're going to work on anything, focus on working on your marriage. It is the foundation for generations to come, your kids and everything. There's nothing, and I mean nothing more important than fixing your marriage. And that is the focus of this segment. It's the focus of what I do with couples. And it is, it is so important that I would highly, highly encourage people to put that at the very top of your list. Make your marriage work. Got it. Uh, go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. You'll see it all there. Mr. Kosick, have a blessed weekend with Kathy and, and, and enjoy. And thank you for being part of our family here. Thank you so much, Sam. You have a blessed weekend. Roger that, sir. America, come focus on your marriage. Tough times. Hour three, coming up next, AM 1070, The Answer. So many Also, you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. With a population of over 7 million, it comes as no surprise that the Houston area offers incredible opportunities for real estate investors. Favorable business climate, affordable housing, and a low cost of living are some of the reasons that investors nationwide are flocking to Texas. That's the jumping off point for the 2020 Investor Radio Show. The 2020 Investor Show is a tour de force of real estate investing insights. Their common bond is seeking out opportunity and adversity and defining clear paths for success. They dive deep into the minds of authors, business leaders, and top investors that set the pace in trends for investing. Listen each week as they provide guidance for your growth and success. For more information about the show, visit the2020investorshow.com or find them on Facebook. Listen to the 2020 Investor Show Sundays at 3 on AM 1070 The Answer or find their podcast on